This is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. And a man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. There is a hidden world where ancient evil weaves a modern mystery. The darkest magic. Ow! They call it Little China. It's where big trouble was waiting for Jack Burton. Jack Burton, me. My destiny rests in your capable hands. Hey, I'll do my best. They told him to go to hell. And that's just where he's going. Take Cracker Jack timing. Ready, Jack? I was born ready. Safety. Oh, yeah. Kurt Russell in John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. Here's to America's Army and Navy and the battles that they've won. Here's to America's colors, the colors that never run. May the wings of liberty never lose a feather. Welcome to Fanboy and a Snob. I'm Chad. That's Chris. And today we watch Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. Why we watch this movie today? Because you wanted to. Also because Andrew's stuck in a hurricane, so we kind of had to we not wanted, watch the movie we were going to watch. We want, Yeah, Andrew, we were going to watch a cool movie and then Andrew got stuck in a hurricane, so... He's MIA. I hope he's okay. Like, literally, we called him and texted him a bunch and we can't get in touch with him. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you don't see Andrew next week's episode, you know what happened. <laughs> but yeah, we watched, what was it, 1986? 1986. Kurt Russell film, directed by John Carpenter. Written by Gary Goldman and David Weinstein. Was... And I'm sure you know, if you know, you know. Let's just say it was adapted by W.D. Richter. Yeah, John Carpenter. Adapted up. the adaption, yeah, and he also made the music, which is awesome. Well, movie. he makes the music for all his movies pretty much, yeah, except for I think um, Mars, yeah, Ghost of Mars. Yeah, he, it was just like he did that one. butt metal, it was so bad. Yeah, this yeah. was like, I mean, Carpenter, right? Let's list his movies. What's your favorite Carpenter film besides this one? I really like Escape, from Escape's really good from New York. LA is stupid, but Escape from New York is really awesome, mm. yeah. Halloween, come on. Yeah. I think this is my favorite. Like, of all time. This is definitely his most comfy movie. I Comfy, it's like, we were we were going back and forth between cool and then laughing. <laughs> and I like the, I what did I say? It, the um, the motif of the film was a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Everything felt like, like they had the dumb Chinese restaurant look to it. And I'm not... I mean, I've said no. Many, if you grew up in the '90s and early 2000s, you know what a Chinese restaurant yeah. looks like. And I, I, I have admitted multiple times I am completely ignorant of Chinese history. Like I know a little bit about the Three Kingdoms, but anything other than that, it's yeah. fucking dude. It's like an eighty thousand year old country. Like, come on, man. Mm. So like, I could be sitting here being like, it's a Chinese restaurant, but that's all like real <laughs> Chinese shit, is what I'm saying. No, it's all Americanized. Yeah, Chinese. it's so Americanized. Carpenter actually took some racist shit out. Well, making this yeah but yeah this is um this is like a it's like a cowboy movies and western movies or excuse me westerns and uh like asian kung fu movies work so well together when they're because they're both pretty much the same the same thing concept like just 
executed differently. Yeah, like uh, Five Element Ninja is very similar to like Crippled Avengers. Yeah, Crippled Avengers is super similar. Yeah, and then like. I like that this is instead of doing like the Shanghai Noon where it is a cowboy in a train and all that dumb shit or like Wild Wild West or something like that. They're like, nah, he's a trucker. Those are the cowboys. Those are the modern cowboys. What do you call it? The Pork Chop Express? Pork Chop Express and it's your boy Jack here. And if you listen to me, you know what I'm saying. And I'm in. It's just like, <laughs> shut up, dude. I'd be so pissed if I had a ham radio and I was listening to that fucking idiot talk. Hmm. When the winds are blowing and the grounds are shaking, you know Jack's always got your back. And it's just like... Man, shit. if you're driving for like days on end, this guy's probably entertaining to you. Because you could always just change the channel. True. He is the first podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's just a... He's a long-haul trucker. That's how he gets through the day. Yeah, just screaming. Narrates his... His life. <laughs> when an eight-foot man's got your the back of your head against the front of a wall and he asks you, have you paid your dues? Well, Jack tells you, you look him square in the eye and you know what Jack says, I paid my dues. And it's like, what are you fucking talking about? What is this? What's happening? Seen some shit. They, uh, they wanted Clint Eastwood or Jack Nicholson to play this role. Mm. But Carpenter insisted on a young um, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Because, no, Clint Eastwood could have done it. He wouldn't, have you ever seen Anna Clint Eastwood's comedies? Uh, yeah, he's actually got some pretty good comedic timing. Yeah. He knows how to sell a joke. I just love Kurt Russell. I Kurt Russell, else Clint it. wouldn't have been dumb. He, he couldn't have played dumb like Kurt Russell did. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jack Nicholson would have played more like. He would have hammed it too much. I yeah. Think. Kurt was the right mixture of like muscle chalk and moron. Well, that's why I'm getting mad there talking about the remake we were looking up. Well, hopefully it's dead, but The Rock is too jacked. It wouldn't work. They were talking about that in 2017, dude. It's been like yeah. a long time. <laughs> I don't know. Like John Cena is even too jacked, but I could see his chops if he like toned down the muscle. You know who I think could do it? Tom Hardy. Mm. Or the guy from Upgrade. They're different people. Yeah, I like the guy from Upgrade. We gotta watch that movie soon. Or um who played, who played uh, the guy who turns into the bug in District 9? You think so? If he got a little jacked, because he has that, like, like that, the, what's going on here? Like, trying to figure things out. If you just got him to be jacked and a little more, because he was playing, like, a bitch in that movie. If you mm. made him play, like, a, because he's got the very, like, good, like, because Kurt Russell had a lot of these moments where he's, like, looking around <laughs> trying to figure out what the fuck's happening. Asking a lot of dumb questions. Well, come on. It's all reasonable. The dialogue in this movie, everyone is so good at quipping, but it's like you don't get a no it's not like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Where it's not like every time someone says something, you're actually There's laughing. There's a difference between quipping where it's forced, where it's like we need a laugh in the scene, so we're gonna have this guy make an out-of-character comedy. It reminded me of like 1930s 1940s like romantic comedy movies where like the woman is smarter than the man and the man's like i'm just trying to make you love me and she's like you couldn't love a dead animal and he's like what the best thing about the dialogue in this scene instead of like trying to drag out a scene they're just like that exposition dumps there are two characters yeah. that the women in this sh movie exist specifically to tell you what's going on what, what was her name she's like walks in the room like, don't worry it's me this person oh shit uh, gracie law <laughs> yeah gracie law reporter <laughs> and then you have the other reporter being like well this is blah 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 just low like, low what was his name low pad 
Lopin, well, he's been 2,000 years old and he lived and no one's ever seen him and he's an evil wizard, by the way. And his student Kurt Russell's like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Thanks. Don't listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when they roll into the gang fight and he's like, that's the so-and-so. <laughs> They're good guys. There was even one exposition dump where it turns to like the girl, the, what's her name? The, the, the Mabel, the other reporter? No, or the, Gracie. No, Gracie. Turns to Gracie and she just goes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other girl is like... She, the she's other just girl's... like spouting off things that camera goes to her real like fast. if she you goes, if you saw the dialogue on the page it was probably <laughs> you know? she's going fast yeah i know she's racing through it this movie is like duh, 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 it's duh, very duh, aware duh. of what it's doing it's 88 minutes long right did i read that right or is it 99 minutes long it's 99 a, yeah so it just duh, 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 duh. yeah it's a probably one of the most aware movies of its type we definitely won't ever get a movie like this again we were talking about how would they remake this or like... Yeah, it'd either be super serious or the jokes would just be way too many where it would just dull the movie down. It's, it's either Snyder's Batman versus Superman or it's Joss Avengers. Whedon's. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. They're all badass characters. I don't want them to be... Quippy, dumb. Well, just... Kurt Russell's dumb was good though. What The whole time we were trying to figure out what D&D classes they were. I was like, well, you got your wizard alchemist, right? Yeah. You got your dex-based ranger... I think, I think he'd be a dumb rogue. No, because he's not like. No, he's not. He's got agile the. Re- I'm saying that. that's why he's a barbarian. He has no yeah. formal training, but he's a badass. It's on the reflexes. That was so cool. Yeah. And they set it up at the beginning when he catches the bottle. <laughs> oh, and then I like how the, the. He's like, I bet I can cut this bottle in half. He's like, No, you can't. He's like, No, I can. And you're like, Ah, whatever. And then he doesn't do it. And he looks shocked. And Kurt's <laughs> like, Yeah, I knew you couldn't do it. <laughs> And then they're in the car explaining the, the plot of getting a girl at the airport. Yeah. He's like, that's why my spirit, my chi are north and south. And you're like, whatever, Chinese mysticism. And then you find out later like, on in the movie when he concentrates. It's 100% true. <laughs> they're doing like triple flips. And He's like... running up walls and doing backflips and having flying sword fights. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably one of the best... He's not a side... Would you consider him a side character? I consider him the main character. Kurt Russell's the sidekick. Yeah. It's his girlfriend that the evil wizard stole. It's, yeah, but it's in the, it's in uh, it's Kurt Russell's through, point of it's view. It's Kurt Russell's point of view, but he's the main because he even gets the girl at the yeah, end. Yeah, but it's like, uh, but he gets the girl at the end. Kurt Russell doesn't. Yeah, but it's the same thing like Green Hornet. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like yeah. he's not the sidekick. He's mm-hmm. the main character. Kurt's the sidekick. Yeah, because he's ready to go alone. Remember, like Kurt, I'm not going to ask you to do things. Like I'm already coming. Yeah, like he had to ask him to come. Main character always asks someone else. No one asks the main character. <laughs> I like uh, I I don't know. It's just it's a very like the sets. It's very unique. Very unique. You don't like honestly like there's not many movies like this made. There are you just haven't seen them. Not like this. D- Dusk till dawn is like this. Yeah. Where it just starts as something and then completely turns <laughs> into something else. I like how we were both like because once they like, they pull into the Chinese magic alley, we're both like. Yeah, I know, right? I, I've only seen this movie once, and I'm surprised at how much I remembered. Because everything. it's good. Yeah, because you know my memory of scenes. It's also, I only saw it once, but it was like six years ago. But it's also a very straightforward movie. Mm. There's no like deviation from the plot. The entire point of the movie is to get this girl with green eyes back. Yeah. And they just walk into the guy's base and start fighting, you know? like. And then when they finally come back from the guy's base, they're like, the blonde girl's there. So they go back for the, you know? <laughs> Egg Fu Young. The fucking awesome badass Chinese wizard man. Yeah, he was he cool. Has a little 
balls. Yeah, he's like a grenadier, <laughs> just throwing explosions at people. Is he like an? I wouldn't call him an alchemist. An alchemist yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because he does like alchem alchemic mix. Because he, he shows at the beginning he can do the lightning, but he chooses his magic and like. Well, that's why I say he cross glassed into yeah. like maybe he was a sorcerer who couldn't get really super good and mm. at sorcery, right? Because sorcery. Yeah, but even when they mentioned his name, like the three god guys were like, "Whoa." Well, I mean, anyone who can cast magic, it's like, dude, you've been doing yeah. this for years. You're fucking bad. <laughs> Even he said the only thing that can kill a dream is a dream. So yeah. he's going to be like an ancient, ancient-ass mystic, too. And I like how his job is just driving Taurus. Yeah, and uh, I love the, I love, um, what was his name in the movie? Wang's. I love Wang's broken English, <laughs> where it's like, it's like, it's offensive, I guess, but it's also believable. Mm. where instead of like where he's like you'll see me around and then wang's like no horse shit instead of no <laughs> bullshit you know what i mean like it's it's like second or first generation like immigrant chinese immigrant yeah he even says it i came here i worked my fucking fingers to the bone i learned your language and now i'm gonna get my girlfriend back five years he's been here working and he owns his own goddamn restaurant and if you think about it how the fuck does he own that restaurant in that spooky chinese alley yeah because he's a fucking badass we fight together and then he just and then kurt russell throws his <laughs> he kept trying to use the boot knife and he only got like two chances to use it which yeah was, but it finally which was at kicking the, end. the guy and then catching it and throw. i like how he throws it and everyone just realizes he disarmed himself and he's like <laughs> even he was like shit <laughs> damn it <laughs> he totally misses too he just hits the gong behind the guy and he's like ah. and then they look at the knife and they look at him and he's like oh yeah <laughs> they needed that this is like probably one of the best D and D campaigns. Oh, this is a hundred percent. I feel like who the guys who um, I feel like this is a, a movie you come up with when you sit in a Chinese restaurant and you look at the art on the walls. Mm. And you're like, so why is that girl smiling with a dog next to the scary Chinese wizard? Well, he stole her from that guy, <laughs> you know. And you start doing that, and you, you know, because you don't read Chinese, you look at the letters, you're like, I wonder what that could fucking mean. <laughs> you know, it's a hard language to read. So, what do you actually think of like? The kung fu in the movie. I mean, it was good. It was, it very, was very exaggerated. It was very which eight, worked for the lots movie. Lots of cuts. Jackie wouldn't approve. Well, it was. There were a few scenes where Jackie would have approved, but there were a few scenes where Jackie would not have approved. A lot of the cuts are due to stunt doubles and budgetary movie. restrictions. Yeah, because this movie was only like twenty-two million dollars, mm. which is not that much even in eighties bucks. Yeah, you're working against John Carpenter, you're working against, or not John Carpenter, excuse me, you're working against Spielberg, you're working against yeah. fucking, who else? Guy made Titanic. James Cameron. Cameron, uh, yeah, you're working against them. Although James Cameron's movies came out a little... He was still making 80s oh, stuff. 86, I think. Didn't Terminator come out in like 85, 86? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he's working against these fucking geniuses, and mm. he's lucky he got 22 million. Then again, this is Carpenter, he's been established director. Well, bring it back to Upgrade. That was yeah, a very low-budget movie, but it was fucking amazing. So well shot. Yeah. Special effects, like the dust or whatever. The, it's fine. Bad, but it's whatever. Forgivable. The plate-breaking scene was worth it. Mm. Um, yeah, this movie... Uh, there's not much we can say about it, because everyone's seen it, I assume. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Here's the basic plot of the movie. Guy gets his girlfriend kidnapped by a Chinese wizard. He asks his trucker friend to help him. Trucker friend's new girlfriend also gets captured by the Chinese wizard. So they do fucking Kung Fu with a fucking old Chinese good wizard. <laughs> and it's fucking awesome. And there's a sex prostitution ring that they bust up. 
There's fucking monsters that live underground. Raiden shows up. Green eyes everywhere. Mortal Kombat's Raiden makes an appearance. Cause Literally, they got Mortal Kombat's Raiden from this character. Yeah, I know. Like Ed Boon watched this and went, yeah. And we saw the scene too where like the fire's collapsing around him and he's like shooting the lightning. We're like, that's where he got the Raiden. The eyes. Yep. That's where he got Raiden. Uh, Do you think yeah. Mortal Kombat would exist without this movie? Yes, but I don't think we'd have Raiden. Hmm. We'd have some other, we'd have like Fujin or someone as like the main elder god that helps uh, the mortals of Earthrealm. Yeah. I can't believe I have an autistic knowledge of fucking, like I know like Mavado's backstory. I know fucking (laughs) (laughs) Shu Hao, remember him? My brain literally shut down Deadly Alliance up until. Until nine. Yeah. My brain was like, yo, this Deadly Alliance shit rocks. Favorite scene in the movie. I do like the scene where they're taking the shots. Yeah. I was going to say that elevator scene where it's like, dude, I fucking feel great. And yeah. everyone's like getting hyped. <laughs> I like that scene. They're like patting each other. Like, hey. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel invincible. Yeah, that one guy like tapping. I keep on calling him Grandpa because he's in Three Ninjas. Yeah. He's like, yeah. This is the, the only one that's not like, like, whoa, is like the old Chinese wizard who's probably drank this a hundred times. Even Wang was kind of like, yeah, he's, he's like, hitting the guy next to him like giving him a thumbs up i do like when they're walking through the oh god why can't i do it my hands are like because you're mentally retarded no i'm not no i like when they this i know i like when they're walking through the thing and they have the skeletons and kurt russell's like knocking on the wall and he just knocks on the wall and he goes like under the skull I like how it's like, this is the hell of people who buried underground and had their flesh ripped off. You always see Kurt Russell like, okay, this is the hell of people who sinned and were drowned upside down. And he's like, whoa. What was it he said about the door? What's this say? And he goes, oh, this is the hell of boiling water and ripped off flesh. Really? No. It's, a, it's like, it says, do not enter. It says, do not enter. <laughs> I love the dialogue in this movie. Right, right. There's They do a little healthy back and forth with the racism. Where Kurt Russell's like, any of these guys English savvy? And then one of them goes, who is this guy? Like, in perfect English. <laughs> What's he say at the beginning? Uh, I know we got some racial differences, but we go back a ways. <laughs> and it's just like, dang. Why does that have to do with it, Kurt yeah, Russell? Well, no, she's just saying, I make Chinese jokes, you make English jokes. Yeah. Back, back when, when it was fun. Back when it was fun to be racist. What do you think of the soundtrack? Uh, it's John Carpenter. Yeah. It's very synthy. It's very fucking... It's good though. I miss soundtracks like this. Mm. Yeah. You're not big into the. I don't like synthwave. I love it. I like it. Me and Andrew love it. I like it in movies like this. Yeah. I hate like modern synthwave, like fucking Stranger Things and stuff. You like the Stranger Things soundtrack? So good. You get on your bicycle and you ride around the neighborhood (laughs) listening to it in your eight track. And just desperately cry and pray to go back. I created an eight track handheld listening device. You did? Yeah. Not Samsung or Panasonic. There's or... never a handheld eight track thing, was there? Yeah, it's the big, it's the big beefy one with the buttons on the outside that you would press like this, and it had the strap on your back. It was like this big, and the headphones were big. Yeah, but they had tape decks like that too. Cassettes came out after eight tracks. I know. So they had the handheld eight track player. I'm telling you, dude. Here, Google it to see what it looks like after. I'm not saying anything it's, wrong. I just uh, Chopping it. Mall. You ever seen Chopping Mall? One of the girls is using one while she's like cleaning or something. You've never seen Chopping Mall? It's pretty good. 
guy get a girl gets shot in the head by a laser and it's a really good like really good head explosion rest of the movie sucks but that one scene you're like yo special effects department because she gets shot in the leg and it's like a little bird thing and you're like oh that's lame these lasers suck and then it hits her in the head and it goes pop and then it cuts to all the other characters just screaming <laughs> it was so good this movie has a lot of scenes like that where it's just like someone just gets fucked up and you're like yeah yeah during that first fight scene with the gangs you see i liked when the guy kicked through the window and you're like oh his legs all sliced up and then the other guy just drags him down through the glass and then i mean it's sugar glass but but still still, if you're thinking about it in real life that's like oh your entire leg's now ripped open you're already you're bleeding out you're dead the stuntman got hurt what movie is it where the blade of glass goes through the guy's lower jaw? Mm-hmm. He like tackles a guy and slams his head through like a blade of glass like that. Like it's in like a freezer door, you know, with the glass. I think I know what you're talking about. That's then there's cool. the one in um the raid where he uh grabs the guy by the back of the head and jumps backwards and puts him through the spike on the floor. I still haven't seen the raid. This movie had a lot of cool, like it had '80s gore, where mm. it's like they didn't have the spe- they did, like they had squibs, but they didn't have the CGI department to do like that. Like that bone break looks so fucking bad. You know what I mean? Mm. It just looked terrible. It looked. It still made you go. <sighs> and then there's the one where the guy kicks him in the ankle, and it's supposed to be the shin break, but it mm. doesn't. You know, it just <laughs> looks bad. Yeah. What but do we say? It's picking low budget movie. movies like this. Yeah. Because this movie, when they had the green fire and the lightning and shit like that, it looks so goddamn cool. Yeah. Fucking Aku's costume when he shows up at the end with like the yellow eyes and the green face and the long nails and he's like 12 feet tall. He looks so cool. I think that is one of the best deaths of a main villain ever. Yeah, just... Because <laughs> at that point you're like, Russell's fucked. Yeah, he's fucked. He's going to fight a Chinese and he's like, nope. It's all in the reflexes. Call back. Yeah, I like when he kisses Kim Cattrall and he goes to the final boss fight with makeup on his mouth, and it's not until, <laughs> it's not until Wang's like, and he's like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't talk about the knockout scene when he like shoots the gun up and he oh, gets yeah. hyped to it's, go fight. He shoots. The it's gun after just... they drink the potion in the elevator. Yeah, they line up and they're watching the wedding, and the enemies know they're there, and they all start doing battle cries. And Kurt Russell shoots into the sky and fucking rocks crack him on the skull. We were both were saying we thought he was knocked out way longer. I thought he was knocked out for the whole fight, but I think it's because me and you, when we saw this, we were like, "Oh, you know, yeah. like God damn it, that it felt longer." But yeah, I fucking love this movie. I've only seen it twice, but I think it's one of my favorites. Definitely in my top fifteen. It's got that vibe. Yeah. Just nonsense tomfoolery. Yeah, I had a shitty day. This movie brought me back up. No political agenda. No social agenda. It's fun. Racist jokes, but it's all in good fun. Sexist jokes, but it's all in good fun. Mm-hmm. Joke jokes. Remember the scene where they're crawling through the tube and she's <laughs> shouting everyone's name and pulling them up one by one. That is a very eighties like naked gun type. Oh, I gotta. We gotta watch Police. I gotta show you Police Squad. <laughs> It's so good. But yeah, obviously we would recommend this movie. Hundred percent.